Welcome to the show, everybody. We are back on the BDSM live show uh, where we're talking about budgeting, diversification, savings, and money management. Uh, just before we kick off, if you guys can hear me, or well, as I'm kicking off, uh, just type in yes into the chat uh, and we can we can go from there. But uh, as I've been mentioning every week, this is part of our exciting B project. Uh, if anyone wants to go to b.com.au, uh, you will see a Comic Sans version of a B and nothing on it. But soon that will be heaps of cool information on there. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about it every single week. Um, my name is Ivan, and considering that more and more of you are tuning in every week, um, uh, especially on the replays because our timing's a bit weird, uh, I can only expect that you're still interested in all things BDSM. Just a reminder that all topics today that we discuss are general only, uh, and if you do need more in-depth guidance, you should chat to a professional. However, luckily, today we have a professional that you can probably ask. <laughs> Choosing the right stocks isn't always easy, so where do we start? Today's guest is Conrad Song, founder of Macro Capital. Welcome hey to guys. the show, mate. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's great to actually see you again in the flesh, uh, other yeah, than on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so I met Conrad at the start of this year, uh, just when I uh, when I started, um, I guess, took, took the helmet open markets. Uh, and uh, Conrad's Macro Securities uh, are a, a really good client of the group. Uh, I remember we sort of caught up, I immediately recognized that this is one smart kid, uh, someone who is well beyond his years. Today, he's driven to build the number one shop in Australia. And over the last four years, I believe you've been, you've been working uh, at Macro or creating Macro. And the overall goal is to level the playing field for investors at any stage and break down the bridges between retail and in-store investors. Uh, your background is across brokerage, private equity, managed funds, and uh, you're definitely the right man for the job. So, hey, tell me, how did you get started? Let's start with that. Let's start at the start. <laughs> That's great. Um, it brings me um, brings me back. Not that I've I've had too many years on this planet yet, but um, <laughs> it, it's it all started. I think. I mean, I started off in probably grade ten um, on Investopedia, and I was thinking, you know, how do I how do I get into this money business? Um, yeah, Investopedia, Jesus. Investopedia. And, and, the, and the worst part about Investopedia is that it's a very good example of the sheer amount of content um, that exists on anything finance. Um, and, you know, I remember being a kid being like, you know, this is just too much. It's just way too much. But um, sort of had an interest in everything trading platforms. That was a big thing. I think when you're young and you look at the, um, the industry, um, especially sort of the, the, the funds management industry, you know, you see the charts, you see the screens, you see some guy in his home office and all the, the multi-layers and, and things like that. And you go, you know, that I could do that. I could do that. And so <laughs> it started kind of um, in that, um, in, in, in that sort of, you know, really naive form. Um, you know, my old man was, was in business. Uh, he has ups and downs as, as any businessman would. Um, and I remember kind of thinking, well, I want to go into business. Um, why not the business of money? And so that was kind of where it all started. And, you know, it became a passion of mine. Um, I, funnily enough, just to really bring it all the way back, you know, I, I attended a high school um, called uh, Queensland Academy for Health Sciences. So my background in terms of high school um, was in, in medicine. And so, you know, having Korean parents, you, <laughs> it's, not, it's not far-fetched to um, receive the suggestion that, hey, you know, medicine's a good way to go. Um, or um, the, the alternative, which I took, was law. And so what ended up happening was I, I went through... 
Yeah, so I studied law um, for three years. Oh, law. Years. Sorry, I thought you said war. Like, the alternative yeah. is I'm going to go and, like, start dropping bombs on country. Right? <laughs> oh, okay, no, Trump. No, no. That's, that's, on the, that's on the finance industry. I'm, I'm dropping bombs and disrupting. I went to Griffith Uni and started law. Um, and, you know, as you kind of do when you're in that sort of university stage, you started asking yourself the question, you know, what is it that I really want to do? What am I passionate about? Um, I had the pretty sort of fortunate you know, opportunity to work with the old man on, on some private equity deals that he was involved in. Um, so he had um, some exposure in, you know, all, all the way to Laos, um, you know, agricultural farms in Laos, where I, where I visited at a, at a ripe age of, you know, 19 and sort of walking around and patrolling the, 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 the property and going, okay, so this is, Private equity is <laughs> you get your hands dirty, and so I really liked that mm-hmm. idea, and and um, it was it, it was um, it basically led me to an internship over in Singapore, um, and in this private equity firm that was involved with my old man's dealings, and um, from there I, you know, as as any young kid would, that I, I saw um, I saw the bright lights of finance, and you know it was enough for me to make the move from from law after you know, and law is no easy. No easy endeavor when it comes to union. So um, I, I made the switch. Especially to, when you have um, the uh, attention detail, like I attention to detail. Yeah. do something else. <laughs> yeah, it can, it can get really, really intense. But I think one of the good things that, look, side note, I took away from all is that um, critical analysis, you know, and I use that mm-hmm. everywhere. You know, you pros, cons conclude. Um, and so I've, I've noticed that that to be uh, adaptive, you know, or adaptable to, to everything I'm doing now. But um, yeah, so I, I then moved to Sydney um, as I was changing my degree, um, and so I attended the University of Sydney, economics and finance. Um, and funny enough, um, again, kind of as any sort of young, ambitious kid would, I said, well, "I don't want to. I don't want to wait till uni finishes. I want to do something now." Um, and so I, I ended up getting a job. Um, just, just can I just tell you, it's yeah. not every every kid that does that I think it's, it's probably weird kids like you and I but you know yeah, I think, although actually I, I think did so. finish <laughs> my, my mom said she'd kick me out of the house <laughs> so I um yeah and then so I, I got a job at um, a company called money me um before I did that and this this is actually probably important to know, I tried to start a bitcoin trading platform now this is back in the day and I, and I kid you not I was in front of a you know a, a, a computer screen um, with, I think it was at the time, it wasn't Mt. Gox, fortunately enough, but it was, um, might have been Coinbase, one, one, of, the, one of the platforms that provide the, the Bitcoin uh, uh, transactions. And, and I said, and I think it was trading like 100 bucks, something silly. Yeah. And I yeah. said, well, if I'm going to be in the business Bitcoin, I'm going to have a, you know, a lot of opportunities to buy this. I don't have to you know, put the capital that I'd use to start this business into Bitcoin. Um, worst decision in my life, right? <laughs> um, I, 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 I ended up building that business um, or, or you know, trying to get it off the ground um, using uni students. And I'll tell you how it worked. So uh, it'll give you a bit of an indication of, of you know, what I've gone through. So I was studying economics and finance. And then I, I, I said, okay, I want to get into finance, but Bitcoin, okay, so I need to build something. I need a, I need a platform. Um, well, I can't build anything. I don't know the first thing about coding. Or maybe I, I join, um, and it was, the subject was computer science 101. And so I joined that subject uh, as an elective, and I go in, and the only thing I'm thinking about is who can I, who can I have, you know, join, you know, pop out, you know, as founders of this company. 
And I managed to find, um, you know, two really, um, really, really good, um, you know, guys who, you know, were passionate about this kind of thing, you know, building and, you know, as you find in this area, you know, you're, 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 you're a classic example, Ivan, you know, you get your hands dirty in the coding and you just, you, you lose it, right? You go, you, you dive straight I, into it. I, I definitely don't do that anymore. My guys have oh, literally no, no, banned no, no, no. me from ever touching code again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, um, we have a whole team of people fixing up the shit. Yeah. That that's, the, that's, that's the, yeah, that's the idea, right? I, at, at the time I had no resources. I had to, you know, explain to these guys mm-hmm. that, you know, I had some type of plan, which I didn't. Um, and eventually what, what, what happened was, you know, uh, the business didn't go as planned, um, for a couple of reasons. And, and, um, one of those was infrastructure. Um, and, you know, it links really well to, you know, what I've got sort of set up with Macro and, and with Open Markets Group now, because, um, all the opportunities that I think I've been able to develop on were, were based on the foundation of infrastructure. Um, whether that be, you know, starting off with some clients. Um, whether that be starting off with a really generic platform um, or, or a network to be able to source, you know, trading execution platform uh, or platforms. Um, and so anyways, I guess going back to uh, my experience of how it all began, um, after the, the failure of, of um, that Bitcoin business, um, um, I, I then said, okay, you know what? I kind of have my partner um, working, you know, uh, and studying uni, um, whilst I'm trying to make the make make the big big, big bucks and, and just failing to do so, there's a lot of risk and, and you know the stress yeah. of, of trying to start. So you you know this you know more than I do. And and, um, and I guess what happened was um, I got a job and it was, it was a, a company called Money Me. They're listed now. They were doing some great things uh, when I was there, and I can see why they've had so much success. But um, I, I I quite quickly moved out of there because. Um, you know, lending wasn't wasn't my game. It was always in, in in the stock market, anything related to the stock market. Now, at the time, I didn't know what, um, and so I took up a job um, as a uh, as a stockbroker. Uh, you know, you start off in sales and you, you sort of work your way up. And I did that um, in Sydney. And um, over the course of um, me sort of working for this business, um, managed to build um, you know a lot of sort of skills that I feel you know have been sort of paramount to what I've what I've mm. what I've you know tried to do um and then yeah we we started a, we so, so then I went to a funds management company started uh, and then started macro after that um and so it was actually called trader note so it was called trader note um because we thought hey let's just send out um you know trading signals let's just keep it really basic mm. um but then as it evolved and this is what I guess a, a proper infrastructure can provide you can go anywhere um, and, and I think that was the biggest key to me being able to pivot towards the right sort of area. And now I look at what we have, um, which is, you know, really a comprehensive sort of suite where, um, you know, thanks to the partnership that we have with Open Markets, uh, a, a really powerful trading platform. Um, I like, I like, it's just like, I think, I think this is almost like an ad for Open Markets. <laughs> we need to talk but, about you, <laughs> But it Well, it, it's been, I think, for us, an, a, a way that we've, entered the trading game um, mm. without having to build our, our own trading platform, which yeah. it can cost millions of dollars, right? Um, and, I, and so we I did know. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. um, and then, so, but we, we, the focus was always research and advice. Um, mm. And what we've been able to do is provide more of a holistic offering 
uh, including corporate finance, finance transactions, which we um, you know successfully successfully listed our first um, company mm-hmm. as lead manager, Pan Asia Metals. Congrats! Um, and um, you know, and a whole bunch of other stuff which we're we're continuing to roll out, but. Um, yeah, it all started on Investopedia, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Man, back in my days, I, I didn't have Investopedia. It's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I, also, I also had a small business that I started. I was, uh, I think, well, yeah. I started a couple of businesses. The first one was uh, Computer Doctors, which was meant to help people uh, okay. with computers when I was like 14 or something. And yeah, I remember nice. I got one call. Um, and so I, I, like, I stood up at night. I got, got up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, plastered the entire suburb in, in these Computer Doctor notices, um, yeah. like, okay, cool. Got back. My dad's like, Hey, guess what? We're going to Optus for changing our numbers. I'm like, Because oh, <laughs> back in those days, when you went to a different plan, you couldn't put your number. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I got one call on the way in, on the car, and it was uh, Dan Murphy's calling me saying, Hey, um, there's a big sign on top of this. You can't, you know, oh, post right. your ads. <laughs> not, 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 a, not a sales call, just a complaint. <laughs> not a sales call. So uh, it was a complaint. So, yeah, look, we'll, we'll see you. So that was my first. And anyway, then I did. I, I, think, I think when you look, you look when you look back on those things, though, it's, I don't know, it's um, you, when, when at that time you're so desperate, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking, you know, how do I get this off the ground? Mm. Heck, what do, what do I do? You know, I want to do business. I want to be entrepreneurial. But what is mm. it that I do? And and I feel like it's it's, it's the times now when we have to go. Damn, you know, I'm way beyond where 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 I was not so long ago. Mm. I better put the work in because yeah, you know yeah. this is an opportunity. And so now it's 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 good to it's good to it's good to, to talk about it. You know? Yeah, oh, look, I, yeah, a hundred percent. And the other thing is, is that you know because you you you've you've had those experiences, um, you know, like your your crypto experience, yeah, and you know, that failed, it's ultimately what, what sets up the platform. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm of the view that uh, every entrepreneurial uh, human being, especially male, has mm-hmm. to blow up at least once in their life to the point where it just wow. completely yeah. gets, it, gets them to think. I, I think that's so, it's so interesting because failure, um, so again, to bring my old man in, um, who, you know, I've, like any son, look up to. Um, but the old man said, and I, and I, if I recall correctly, um, he was in a bit of a pickle um, in terms of his business. And, you know, I was a very young kid and he goes, you know, out of his real difficulty to sort of bear through the situation, he looks at me and goes, I remember it to this day, he goes, you know, don't do business. He goes, don't do it, it's not worth it. The stress is just too much. Mm. And, um, and I said, no, no, I'm going to do it. And then eventually he changed his red narrative to just don't fail them. And, and I remember thinking, well, that's a pretty weird way to give advice <laughs> to a kid about business. But then, Especially um, when you're going into business. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, Chances um, are you'll fail. Well, well, that's right. And then he brought it, he brought it up um, um, a little bit after again. You know, we always spoke about it. And he said, look, you will fail. I said, oh, that's not what you said. And he said, no, 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 you will fail. But do everything you can not to. And, hmm. and I think the problem with some people is that, you know, um, you understand that, hey, failure is part of the equation. Great. That's important. That's what we mm-hmm. have. It's like, okay, it's the reality of life. If you get away with it and you don't fail, fantastic. You know, you're, you're Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's gone through his failure too. But um, unless you're an outlier, you're going to experience some type of hurdle, which is going to feel like failure. But still, do everything you can to prevent it. You know, the risk management. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with trading. It's like, hey, I know my approach is going to have a trade that doesn't go my way. Mm-hmm. 
don't don't have a strategy that's going to be okay. You know, oh, oh, then I'm going to lose. You know, it's just yeah. I don't know. I think that's I think that's very misconstrued nowadays, where people go, okay, well, if I can fail, then you know, it's okay. But I think the idea is to learn when you do or if mm. you do. And, um, and you know. realize that you're failing. Yeah, and that, that, that's probably the hardest hardest part. That's 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 true. Yeah, that's true. So, in in, in typical entrepreneurial fashion, uh, you mm. started Macro four years ago. You hired yeah. um, an amazing team around you. Um, uh, mm. Rob, who's very well known in in the space, is is uh, yeah. uh, is the CEO of that space. So you, you brought in you brought in some grey hairs or lack thereof, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. and um, and so he's he's obviously been helping you on on that, on that journey. Um, yeah. And I've, you know, over the last year, I've, I've seen you do um, a couple of different things. Obviously, you, you ran lead on 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 a on a, on a corporate mm-hmm. deal, which is which is no small feat. Uh, mm-hmm. You've, uh, you, you know, you've 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 or are about to launch Macro Trader, um, mm-hmm. which is which is quite um, quite an exciting mm-hmm. um, uh, platform. Looks quite familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and to what what's next for you? I mean, what, what how are you how, how are you um, uh, growing to to the next level. Yeah, um, without sounding like too much of a pitch. Um, no, we're <laughs> we're we've worked very very hard, and you know it's funny you bring Rob up because Rob Rob's a classic example of why this business has a shot at disrupting such an intense, concentrated competitive market. And and just to give you a bit of insight to Rob, so Rob Rob has you know his experience in Westpac broking and other firms, and he actually worked the firm that I used to work for. And um, he was my boss. And so um, how it used to work was you had your head of desk um, and then you had the dealer's assistant um, who kind of was the assistant for the deal. Right? So, um, and, and so I was sitting there placing the trades for Rob, conducting, you know, the, the nitty gritty research that, you know, was above, you know, below his pay grade. Um, and, um, and I remember when, uh, you know, I started this thinking, you know, I, I, I need this guy. Um, and when the opportunity came, you know, we, we, we sat down and had a, had a chat and we spoke for hours on end about, you know, what it is that we're trying to achieve. And it takes, and, I, and I've experienced this myself personally because I'm quite young, especially in this industry where, you know, Ivan, I'm sure you experience it too. You know, there's, there's guys with, you know, years and years on us. Um, and um, just, let's say, just the age component, right? Doesn't make um, them more knowledgeable. That, well, that's right. And I think... Um, <laughs> What was really, what was really um, refreshing was, um, I guess, to see someone's character like Rob to go, hey, I've, you used to work for me, but I'm now going to work for you. And it was that vote of confidence in not me, but the vision as well. Um, and that says a lot about everybody else. You know, everybody else that's joined us, I didn't have a working relationship with them in the past. Um, the reason why they've stayed and the reason why they've sort of contributed to such an exciting business that's that's really growing and taking off, I think is that vision. And so I, I guess mm-hmm. to, to sort of start with where we are uh, and then, you know, sort of lead on to where we're going, um, we have, again, so the, the, the platform and the foundation there. We've done a lot of work in building um, and establishing these revenue streams in business, whether it be through the trading platform um, on, on brokerage, uh, whether it be through our research um, subscription, um, and or whether it be through corporate finance opportunities, um, what we've done is we've established these, these these business models within within the group, and from here, it's just a matter of of, of turning on the turning on the marketing. Um, you know, we've done our own internal marketing, and, and we try our best to do 
what we can. But we understand that, hey, there's no point in showing everyone something that's not 100% ready yet. Um, if anything, it's a, it's a disaster. You go out live and, you know, first, first 10, you know, 10 reviews are all one star. Um, it's a big hit to your business. And so what we did was we focused a lot on getting it ready. Um, and, you know, these, you know, we, we went through a lot of other, um, sort of providers, um, you know, uh, Comsec and, you know, other firms, um, before landing with open markets, just to show an example of the stuff that we had to do to get it right. Um, and, you know, we're working on things to improve, you know, our platform offering as well through, through, through you guys. The same thing with the research, same thing with corporate finance. And it's finally gotten to that point where we said, okay, let's stabilize it. Um, and let's open up the floodgates to then allow the, the business model to play out. Because we know that $1 of marketing spend results in, you know, X percent of, you know, conversion and how that results in the revenue. Um, now that we've validated that process over the last four years um, and, and have improved it, you know, I, I, you, you were talking with Superhero um, on, on, this, on this podcast webinar um, not too long ago, and, and I love what they've done. Um, I think I mean, they're they still the same uh, AFSL um, provider as we do, Sandland Private Wealth. Um, and so they're, you know, from, from my point of view, I, mean, I, think, I think they were they had an article written on them from the Financial Standard, and um, um, the Financial Standard plugged us in. So I, I, I love that they're doing well. They're, 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 they're doing something similar but in a much more niche way um which which allows me to sort of say hey you know <laughs> you're competitors but i like what you do so um but um they made i think they picked up ten thousand based on this article i read um ten thousand new clients or new users in three weeks mm-hmm. um from my point of view and, and i saw the ad it was a great ad i think it had a nice pun like way to comsec you know why are you paying you know a, a, for 1995 um and it was really you know uh, re- really really good and it targeted that market perfectly um and i can see why it did well um the marketing streams that we have access to us now you know whether it's social media um whether it's you know any exposure that you know um we have on let's say osbiz tv which is a growing streaming online service it's there it just costs some money um and so if we can com- confidently say that the cost of acquiring a client and the, the, the revenues that will gener- be generated from that is going to allow us to be in a profitable state. Like, why aren't we going? And so, yeah, really what we're doing now is um, it's macro 2.0 uh, in the sense that, you know, we want everyone to know who we are. I think up until now, um, we've, we've tried to keep a lid on it. You know, we didn't want to grow too aggressively. Heck, we didn't have the operational capacity to take mm-hmm. on um, the clients. And, and, and this is the exact problem that I feel but we're trying to, 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 to fix, which is advisory firms, um, whether they're old school or they're, they're, they're up and coming, um, they understand that there's a limitation or restriction on how many clients they can manage because of the limited resources that anyone has. Mm. And um, what we've tried to do is build this platform that allows um, a business, an advisor, to communicate to all of their clients at once, provide the general advice um, that they want at the same time, very, very efficiently so that not only can they grow their business more and, 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 and be able to manage more clients like we, we are experiencing, um, but, but also so the client gets a better service. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have clients that range from having, you know, $5,000 in their portfolio to, you know, five, five million, right? 
Um, it's a it's a vast range, and any advisor, I don't care if they're smart, dumb, young or young or old, um, they're profit maximizers. You know, whether it's for the client or themselves, we live in a society where we're all profit maximizers. So, expecting mm-hmm. the advice to call the smallest client first doesn't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're asking him to 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 you know, um, have less food on the table for his kids, you know, when he comes back home. And so um, we said, okay, well, let's not change, you know, let's not hate the player. (laughs) Um, Let's change the game a little bit. Let's create a platform that allows um, the advisors the ability to communicate their message and advice across everyone. Um, But the first thing that we need to do is we need to validate it to ourselves and grow our business ourselves, which we're seeing a lot of success. And we've already had a few businesses um, sort of engage with us and, and say, look, they're very interested when the um, sort of platform is available in terms of the research side um, so that they can use. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're just, I guess at the moment, we're doing everything we can to um, stabilize um, and, and optimize our operations, um, provide the, the proof um, using our business that this platform works and then sell it. So I, the, the, the platform, not the business. <laughs> so, so tell me, t- tell me a little bit about it. So that's quite interesting. I remember, you know, the first time we met, um, uh, I was, um, you know, you, the first thing you immediately said, Hey, look, you know, how, how do we, how do we do something together where, whereby, you know, we can, we can, we can help, you know, sort of build out that platform and, and, and do this, which I thought was a refreshing conversation because typically, you know, yeah. you come into a, uh, into a full service place and, uh, you know, you get to talk about, you know, um, uh, you know what? What is? How do we? How do we get the advisor more mm. high net worth clients? Yeah, um, but you're, yeah, you're coming in from the other side, which is you know have, let's let's make it accessible for everyone. So where are you at with that? I mean, um, uh, are you uh, are you are you getting close to the development of that platform? Are you looking at um, at external capital? Are you going to mm. you know are you going to look at um, uh, growing this to the next level? I mean, obviously you've already got mm. quite a large team around mm. you. Mm. Um, yeah. How, 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 how do you look? Yeah, so the platform currently exists, um, and it's it's great. We've worked on this for for quite some time. Um, like any platform, there's going to be improvement. Heck, we we expect that to be improvement, you know, all the time. Um, that's how these platforms survive. And so, um, what we did um, was, um, I, I guess, the idea for us is that, you know, the, the the platform exists and for us to provide this sort of, you know. A, we, we, it's very, it's, it's interesting because it is actually difficult to define because it kind of doesn't exist or it's fragmented. You know, you've got mm-hmm. some people that's, you know, robo advisory, um, you know, and, and then there's a whole different range of product suites for that, whether it's an MDA product or, um, you know, something where they just execute themselves. Um, and so I, I guess to, to answer your question, we've got what we believe to be, um, a product that is working for us. Um, what we now need to do is, um, and I mean, you know, we're generating revenues from this, you know, quite aggressively. You know, we're seeing, you know, a, a tremendous amount of growth, not only in the number of clients that come on board, um, but as a result of this platform, the number of clients who are more uh, open to working with us on the execution side of things, which is, you mm-hmm. know, uh, thanks to yours truly, we, we, we now have a, a separate revenue stream for. So um, it, it really comes... Conrad is not paid... To uh, <laughs> drop in the occasional open markets. Oh, is, is it not? I didn't get that memo. Okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, so. From now on, they stop. Yeah, no, but I, I think it's, it, it is very important. It, it's very important because for us, um, 
You know, we, we need to be able to um, provide the client with everything. Uh, and we've worked on that, including having that platform available. But the research side, and it's called the Macro Search Portal, um, which, you know, as a plug-in, jumps on the website and, um, you know, have a trial and, and demo of it. But um, this platform does... M-A-Q-R-O.com.au, I believe. That's it, M-A-Q-R-O.com.au. For anyone who who is going to listen on this on the on the podcast, MAQ, uh, it's a cool name, by the way. I like it. It's, uh, oh, it's it, I, I, yeah. We we did a brainstorm. So, like I said, we were trading note, and then we yeah. we we were, we were wanting to change, and we did a brainstorm. I brought all the employees in, and I said, "Hey guys, let's do this. Let's let's brainstorm." Um, yeah. and um, and and I I swear to God, it was me who came up with the idea. And of course it is. The next, Even if the it next wasn't. week, yeah, and then <laughs> and, and it's like the movie. And the next week, the guy goes, "Hey, that was you know, you do know I I, I suggested it." And I was like. Sure. <laughs> so I um, I went to anyways. Um, so it's a great name, M A Q R O. Um, we 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 believe that we have the product to the point where it provides that value, where the client can experience a service where they're not neglected. Um, mm. You know, if you look at the market at the moment, and there's there's so many metrics you can look at it, um, look at it through, where whether it's um, age, uh, net worth. But if you take a look at the, the way they've set, their, set up their research or execution plan or setup, you've got, let's say, completely self-directed people um, who are like, hey, I don't trust anyone. I do this all myself. Discount brokerage cost me five bucks a trade. Get out of here. Okay, it makes sense. I, I, sure. I, only with some providers. Come on. That's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> it's 1995 um, at Comsec. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> um, I can trade at a company. We want. <laughs> Um, and then on the complete other spectrum, you have, um, um, you know, completely discretionary products, um, MDAs, funds management, you know, uh, products um, that, that people use to just get into diversification or, or whatever they want. Um, and so the, the market that we were initially set out to target was the investors that, sure, they want to execute and have some type of control over the, what they're buying and know what they're buying. You know, a fund can and say they've made 10% return, but, you know, bar let's say the top 10 holdings, you're, you're probably not getting too much insight on what's going on on a month-to-month basis. And so um, you've got the investors who want to do things themselves, but they need help. And the problem is these investors who want to do things themselves, who are trading on very low brokerage rates, um, you, you know, there, there's this massive market that exists where these guys are not big enough for mm. traditional advisory firms. And so these traditional advisory firms, um, uh, you know, as we discussed, have that problem where they can't manage everyone. We believe we've actually provided that already for our existing clients. And we've done everything we can to sort of, um, try to ensure that that principle um, of, hey, everyone's a fair client. I don't care if you're, mm. you know, worth $100 million. As far as your membership goes with us, um, and it's almost, I mean, it's almost shooting us in the foot, but it's like, uh, you're, you're a number, not a number, but you're, you're the same as the other person uh, in the fairest way possible. I, 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 I think yeah. actually, to be fair, I think that part is, is really important. I've always, mm. I've always been of the view that, um, and as, as I'm learning more and more about the participants in the space, like my background is, mm. you know, I was a full-time trader. I was, yeah, doing, yeah. was you know, 120, 150 trades a day, you know, like yeah. so for me, like the whole conversation is, why would you go passive has always been mm. something that that's kind of, mm. well, I mean, but, but as, as I've understood the, the general, uh, the participants in the market who makes up the retail space, I'm more yep. and more of the view that getting the right advice and actionable ins- insights 
um, is, is so applicable. And, sure, you yeah. know, you've got the situation where you have so many different research providers providing pages and pages of mm. stuff, which mm. is so difficult to consume. It's written in language which protects them ultimately legally. Mm. And sometimes, um, like a lot of, say, Morningstar reports, they're just mm. just words. Do you know, like yeah. it's just, it, it's like... It, it, it's like reading, you know, mm. like a fifth-year journalist reporting on yeah. uh, on what's happening in the news. And so I think that having and, and this is where I really, I really hope that that um, that this um, that that you you know you, you get that the next stage and um, mm. you know and, and and you know if if uh, you know for for anyone who, who's on that journey as, as an investor with you, that's going to be a, a mind-blowing experience once you once you reach scale because. Yeah. There is so much, like, and people in Australia will pay for good advice. And if you've mm. got a capability where it's scalable and you've got all these, these, um, um, you know, what one thing that, that you've definitely done well is brought in a lot of these really top tier people, uh, yeah. being able to yeah. then go in and, and, uh, reach, you know, uh, you know, push, push, uh, that and, and distribute that. The execution mm. part going to zero, mm-hmm. uh, over a long period yeah. of time, advice, yeah. good advice that, Mm. Saves you, you know, ten thousand dollars on a bad decision. Yeah, that actually makes you money is irreplaceable. Um, yeah, so um, I love the concept. Yeah. yeah, it's such a good point as well. Like the advice industry is, um, I mean, it's under a lot of scrutiny. I mean, that's why the opportunity existed for us. I mean, I, I worked in a company where I felt as though things could be better, um, mm. and. You know, it wasn't that specific company itself, but I thought just the industry in general was, mm. um, from my point of view, conflicted. You know, here you've got this advisor who all he cares about is the volume of trades the client makes. Um, and mm. so his advice is naturally linked towards prompting action. And, you know, there's movies about this and we've seen it and, 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 and whatever. And, um, and the idea is that, hey, well, that means that people are starting to catch on. And mm. they're going to look for alternatives. And we're seeing that in the, that's what the fintech space is really catering to, whether it's self-directed trading to say, hey, you know what, screw them all, do it yourself. Um, mm. Or whether it's, hey, you know, here's a firm that does, you know, MDA products, you know, stocks was a great example, um, you know, really transparent, um, you know, scalable sort of business that allows people to just invest. Spaceship's another one. And, um, mm. you know, you, you've got these companies that have sort of said, hey, where are the guys that are just, fed up with the traditional model of advice because we we're, we're offering we're offering what you need um and you know it comes to one the the ability to not neglect it's, it's an ability it's a firm's ability to not neglect and that comes from an operational efficiency point of view mm-hmm. um but also from, from how the, the the conflict of interest is, is managed for us it's fairly simple it's like Sure, you can open up a trading account with us um, uh, and, 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 um, and, and execute a trade and get us to execute a trade for you as well. There's advisor-assisted trades. We still have advisors that do get on the phone and have a conversation with you and, and, and provide you with that full service um, package. But um, alternatively, we have a research portal that pretty much does the exact same thing. Maybe less, um, you know, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, I wouldn't say personal advice, but um, but uh, but um, less, um, you know, of a of a relationship that you get to build with someone real. Mm. A but, little you know, bit more Yeah, but we we say it all the time. You know, you're not in the market to make friends. You're in the market to make money. Um, mm. And you know, if if you're getting something from a platform that you know, sure, it can't give you a joke and 
build a bit of rapport with you and send you out a Christmas card every once a year. Um, but it's going to give you un, um, you know, extremely objective advice that's not based on who you are, how many trades we think you should place, how much money we think you have, because our business model is based on subscription. So you pay for mm. a year, and we're, and we're looking at adjusting this to a monthly to, to make the barrier to entry a lot lower. Um, that's kind of in line with our marketing strategy of, of opening up the floodgates, right? Um, but if we offer um, to the client a, a, a membership package, it's like, hey, continue to trade with Comsec. Mm. I, I insist because we as a business make money, enough money from the objective and um, mass advice that we give to everyone that's unbiased. Um, it's not, you know, preferring somebody else based on how much money they have. You're getting the same thing as the guy who has 10 million bucks every trade that he places. Um, mm. And so, um, you know, that's created sort of that, that, that advice um, offering. But I, I, I guess also just to sort of point out, I, the, the advice business is so interesting because you get people who go, um, and, and they expect you to predict the future, right? Um, and, you know, Alger, and, and this is where I think Morningstar or these businesses, why they result or, or defer to massive amounts of content rather than having any sort of actionable advice. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. saying Morningstar don't provide that, but, um, you know, well, a lot of their offerings. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go on the record. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, there, there, there are definitely these businesses that exist that are, you know, content, Content heavy. I mean, it, you know, in an online business world, it makes sense because their SEO and the digital marketing, the traffic that comes from yeah. all that content to the website is massive. So it makes sense strategically as a business. But when it comes to the end client, like what are they actually getting? And and you know, you get a few different clients that come in the door with macro. You know, one is one's the guy who says, "Hey," um, or the lady who says, "Hey," you know, tell me what to do. I I, I don't care or I don't know, that's your job. That's why I'm working with you. Mm. Um, and, and then you have the other guy and lady who says, hey, um, I'm actually really passionate about this and I make my own decision. Um, but I need, I know I need more help because one, I've got a day job, right? Um, two, you guys have all the resources. Um, and three, you know, uh, I, I, I just, you know, I, 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 try, I need someone to have another set of eyes in my portfolio to give me the confirmation of my decision. Um, and, you know, look out for the things that I don't know about. And then finally, you have these guys, um, and it's different characters, but um, you have these guys who say, if you don't make me money, um, um, if, we, if you lose me money, um, I'm, I'm canceling my service. And now I get that. I understand where they're coming from. They work with a professional. They expect professional results. What people don't understand is that professional results also incur losses. Um, mm. and, um, the, the, the problem with advice, the, the, or not the problem, but one of the issues of the advice business is that it's every piece of advice that gets judged. It's not like a fund where every single trade, it kind of forms one little figure, you know, 15% per annum. Um, when it comes to the advice model, when you're giving recommendations and, and actionable sort of tips, right, is what they, they, they call it in the industry. Um, it's like you get one wrong and it's like, you know, heck, that might be the first recommendation you provide to the client as soon as it comes on board. It does, so, doesn't matter if it's a 15th. That's the one that will get picked on. <laughs> that's it. And so, you know, there's a lot that you're working with. And I think the biggest thing is, is understanding clients, um, understanding the users. And, and um, that's why what we've done is we've made a product or a service that it, it, really, it really has 
all the avenues. So for example, the research side, um, we have an investing report or investing portal. This is all on the, on the online platform. Um, trading, so, so shorter term stuff. Um, so, so investing medium to long term mid cap to blue chips, dividend heavy, a lot of the retirees like, like, like this. Um, uh, small cap, uh, so a, a trading report, which is much more active, um, equities trading, short term swing trading, momentum trading, you name it. Um, and then, and then we've got the small caps report, which is more of your, your, your higher risk, higher, higher reward types of investments. You know, that could be, you know, getting into PAM, let's say once it lists, you know, we'll recommend the stock, but, um, or which, which we can't actually do, but anyway, <laughs> that's the side point. Um, and then, um, it's all uh, general then, advice here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And then the ETF um, report, um, which we actually just launched um, not long ago, and, and we're excited about that. So I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is that there's something for everybody. Every client's different. You know, some client might say, hey, you know what, Conrad, I need to work with an advisor who is going to put his, his, his neck on the line. You know, so when he gives me a recommendation, um, it's going to be a lot more, let's say, you know, conviction behind it. All the other ones I don't want to hear about. And, 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 you know, maybe that's a client that needs to speak with a, an advisor one-on-one. Um, and then you've got the clients who are like, okay, I want to use this as a, as a third-party platform to base my, this, my own primary research on. And so, yeah, I, I, I really think that the product that we've created is, is so holistic that allows us to work with the client in whichever way they want, um, whether it's trade yourself or get us to trade, whether it's long-term or short-term, whether it's corporate finance opportunities or, 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 or just an MDA product or, you know, a, a discretionary product, which we're, we're working on now, um, we've got it. We've got it. And so, yeah, to, to answer your question about the advice model, I think, um, I think it's got a lot, a lot of problems, um, but I think we're positioned in a really good way to, to, to cater to that problem. You know? Yeah, and, and potentially solve it. Um, yeah. So for anybody who does want to check out the macro platform, maqro.com.au, uh, or type in uh, yes, and so we'll get uh, we'll, we'll get your name over to the guys at Macro to go in and check it out. Uh, for anyone who's a believer in the journey, a little bit like uh, a little bit like me, uh, of of where I think you know what Macro is is actually capable of and is interested uh, in potentially becoming a, uh, an investor. I'm assuming that um, all of your investors at the moment are 708 only. Uh, yeah, so yeah, just to touch on that, we're doing, um, and I think you're referring to the capital raise um, that we're lining up. Yeah. Uh, we've I've, up. I've heard on the uh, on the grapevines. Yeah, um, and which is great. We're getting a lot of it's, it's a lot of buzz on it, um, and so we're, we've partnered up with Venture Crowd. Um, mm-hmm. They do, um, you know, they, they they offer these types of transactions to their clients. Um, we've managed to partner up with them for for our raising, um, and so we're looking to raise a million bucks to really take this to, like I said, macro 2.0. So yeah. Cool. And so is that is that sort of like a um, is that sort of a, like a is venture crowd a bit of like of a crowdfunding type? Um, no, so I, I mean that's part no. of their business strategy, but okay. this this particular raise is a is a wholesale uh, wholesale raise. Yep. Um, and um, hopefully, um, hopefully the last one that we do before we we really sort of you know traject towards the the IPO listing, just like we sort of took Pam. Um, to the ASX, where we're hoping to do that for ourselves as well. So, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Don't uh, uh, don't ever say you know the, la- the last raise because you never know. In a, in a couple <laughs> of years, you, you might be profitable and go. You know what? I need to do a massive raise to go on and check That's out it. the market. Um, if you're interested in investing uh, uh, or have a conversation uh, about that with, with Conrad, type in invest uh, for seven hundred eight investors. 
Um, Corrad, thanks so much for coming onto the show. We did run a little bit over, no, uh, as no we have every single week, uh, because, you know, probably I, I, I fit in way too many stories about my self-rejection. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much for making the time to come along, no. uh, especially on Chavez. We hope to get you back. I have actually got about 10 questions for you that I had pre-prepared, of which I asked zero. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have to uh, get you back. Uh, I think we're yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty full for the end of this year, but uh, uh, early in the new year, get you on and ask you more about it. By that stage, I'm assuming your, your race will be done. So be interested to, uh, uh, by this yeah. stage, a lot of more people will know about macro, I would think. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> very, very keen. Very keen. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks so much, Karen. Catch you soon. No worries. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.